0: welcome back, one and all, to VG Emporium. And uh, what's this? Ah, uh, I got a little kitten in here with me. Oh joy, he's climbing all around the new workspace I've made for myself, you know, I've got that... My folding table, I'll fold it up, on top of uh, some cinder blocks, and he's just kinda climbing all around inside the cinder block hole things. huh so what was I about to say? Oh yes, welcome to Masters of VGM's honorable mentions. This is definitely going to be much lighter compared to last week's episode, where it was the main focus of the Masters of EGM. This is to showcase the composers that almost made it onto my main list. So what I'm going to do is, you know, play you one of their songs, tell you a little bit about it, about, like, my experience with it, maybe a little bit about them, and then just move on to the next one. So it's going to be a pretty-ish, much shorter episode compared to last week's. So the song that we came in on is called Fight, Kaiser, from Saga Frontier, composed by Kenji Ito. And one of the reasons why I considered him for one of my masters of EGM is because I just generally enjoy his, his music, his composition style. You know, just something about it just kinda clings inside my head, and every time I go to do kinda like some, like, off-the-cuff, like, acapella beatbox thing, sometimes I find myself kinda doing some melodic stuff that's very similar to what he does. And so now, you know, like, I feel it was kinda appropriate to start this episode with a song from Saga Frontier, seeing as I started, us, you know, the last episode with Saga Frontier 2. You know, so, like, you'd imagine me, I was a little confused, because, you know, I was imagining, like, Saga- There's a Saga Frontier, because there's a Saga Frontier 2, would it be the story leading all the way up to Gustav's birth, maybe? Which is definitely not the case, and actually, the two games are very, very... much on the v- different ends of the spectrum, as far as story goes. Whereas, 2 is very linear, and, like, you know, kind of has, like, set scenarios and story beats. Um, you know, the first one is just open like you know open-ended like you know just go wherever you want do whatever you want you know the character has a story and you'll maybe figure out how to get through that story we won't tell you we won't give you any obvious clues you got to figure it out you know it's just a weird game all around just like from the yeah the way how it plays the way how it looks sometimes even the way it sounds but that kind of gave it this undeniable charm that just kind of pulled me into it because it was very different from everything else I had played before now this song um, actually, it's from the first scenario that I ever played, which was Red, because, you know, he's the coolest looking character, he's got, like, this spiky blue hair, he's, like, you know, just really cool looking, and then, like, you know, there starts the story and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, BAM, you're, like, in the... you become, like, the superhero, Alkazer! And this is the theme that plays any time you, like, become him. Because I really enjoy it, because it's just got kind of ridiculous, you know, it takes it... doesn't take itself too seriously, and just, uh, you know, epic. And come to think of it, I really don't want to. I think this might have been playing when Mama Chwamba saved me from that weird gadrelf thing. <sighs> Don't even think about that. Bah, anyway, Kenji Ito, one of my honorable mentions. I would highly recommend you go check out, you know, his earlier stuff on the SNES with, um, you know, Romancing Saga series, or even uh, his later work on the Romancing Saga Minstrel Song on the PS2, which is actually getting a remaster soon. And I actually kind of enjoyed the music he did for uh, Puzzles and Dragons, which was that weird iOS puzzle game from, like, 2014 where you, like, you know, get dragons, and you, depending on what kind of dragon you got, you that's how your puzzle played or something. I, I can't remember. It's been so long. But, yeah, go check it out. So now we're going to move on to my next honorable mention, and that is Yoshino Aoki. And I'm going to play the song Navi Customizer from Mega Man Battle Network 6, *Cybeast Falzar, and or *Cybeast Grega. was Navi Customizer, from Mega Man Battle Network 6, Cybeast Falzar, and or Psybeast Grega, composed by Yoshino Aoki. And I was originally going to play the version from Mega Man Battle Network 3, because that is one of my favorite tracks from that game, but decided to go with this version because it's, you know, still pretty dang cool. You know, I may have mentioned this before, like, in one of my earlier episodes, but, you know, I love this game series. It's, you know, even though it's just the idea of it is ridiculous, it's... I don't know. It just came to me at a point in my life where, you know, things were a little tumultuous, you know, like I was moving from one... Town and county to another, so this game was uh, you know pretty big help in that, and you know I bought every subsequent game after that, excepting the Star Force trilogy, because alas I never got a DS. You know I really enjoyed the music from the first game composed by Akari Kaeda, and then the second one came out and the music was done by Yoshino Aoki, and at first I was a little put off by it because it sounded a little different from the first one and the styling was different, but then the third one came out and that solidified that you know Yoshino Aoki knew what she was doing, even though I didn't know her name at the time. And then she would come on to do like, you know, the subsequent games, you know, like, I think help out a little with 4, come back on 5, and then majorly do 6. But out of them all, 3 is my favorite. And it's, again, the same thing with uh, Kenji Ito. is just something about her musical compositions just kind of like, you know, just gets in my ears and I just really like it. And, you know, I would encounter her music again in Breath of Fire 4 because I was a late PS1 bloomer. So, you know, I, I didn't get my PS1 until like after 2000. You know, we're probably talking like 2004. So, yeah, some of the compositions, and especially the battle music in that game, even though the instrumentation is very different, I could tell, like, there was a very a lot of similarities between that and the Mega Man Battle Network series. And yeah, so a lot of her earlier career was taken up by Mega Man, a lot of her mid-career was taken up by Mega Man, but, uh, one of the most recent things she's done was, uh, Final Fantasy XV alongside Yo- uh, Yokoshima Mura. so that's pretty dang cool. You Wanna know what else is pretty cool? Other than the fact that my uh, that my kitten has just now climbed on my shoulder is just lying there, like a, like a little sock. Um, ...is the next composer I got for you, which is Matt Furness, with his track, The Redwoods, from the game Pugsy, on the Sega Mega Drive. listen to the Redwoods, from Pugsy, composed by Matt Furness. And if there's one thing I can say about the man is that he had a mastery over the YM2612 FM sound chip, which is one of two sound chips in the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive, which at the time not many other Western composers, if any, could claim. And he was able to do this with a combination of an unnamed tracker created by a program named Sean Hollingworth, which they used on the Atari Mega ST computer, which then was fed through a driver, which also created by Sean. And then, uh, you know, just Matt's knowing how to actually work with the, the YM2612 sound chip to create all these awesome patches, and we get the music that we're hearing right now. But he, of course, like most European composers, um, got their start, you know, working on the Commodore 64 and the Amiga, you know, some other microcomputers, and then he would become majorly, like, uh, a lot of, like, Sega Genesis and Game Gear and Sega Master System music. So much like another UK video game music composer, you know, you'll know it when you hear Matt's music. Now, a little side note, I mentioned that I work with DeflaMask, which is a uh, multi-sound chip tracker, you know, making for chiptunes and stuff like that, but, um, there's a guy that I've gotten in over the last few- year or so, um, like, by the name of Haberchuk, and I gotta say, like, you know, watching his development, like, a lot of his leads sound a lot like Matt Furness's leads as far as, like, how the patches sound, so, yeah, cool little note there, so, hey, Haberchuk, if you're listening to this, buddy, keep going for it, and if you want to hear some really awesome original FM chip music, go check him out, because, like I said, his... He's just improved over the years exponentially, it's crazy. Uh, but yes, back to Matt. And that would be to say, just go check out all his music. Sega Genesis, Master System, Game Gear, Commodore 64, Amiga, all of it, because it's all just so amazing and awesomely good. You know, I unfortunately don't think I've played any of the games that he made the music for, though. So I don't have any little stories there, but one last thing is that I can go, What there's one track I can suggest you to go check out, it's the Options Password Screen music, From a Daffy Duck in Hollywood. You know, there's no reason for it to be that awesome, but he just went for it. Just, you know, Matt just overindulging himself and creating this awesome track and using, like, one of the rare examples of arpeggiation in a Sega Mega Genesis or Sega... Ah, Sega Mega Drive and Sega Genesis music. Crazy. So now we're getting on to my last, but not least, honorable mention. And that is Masafumi Takada with the song Ice Cube PF from Killer7. That was Ice Cube PF from Killer 7 composed by Masafumi Takada and I am definitely one of those Killer 7 loving oddballs and the music that Masafumi alongside Jun Fukuda created for this game is just like you know fits the entire vibe of it like you know a lot of it's like multi-genre but there's just this underlying kind of just like not quite sinister sound but like kind of like just this uneasiness and eeriness to it all and a lot of the music he's done previously for like Grasshopper Come Manufacture has this kind of vibe so you know from Silver Case to Flower Sun Rain all the way up to his works on the No More Heroes and Ronpa series. But I got introduced to him through Killer7 so yeah it's one of my favorite soundtracks it's always on like some like you know when I had MP3 players it was always on an MP3 player um, and currently have it on a USB stick that I have in my car and I just like to put it on every once in a while it's actually kind of the theme for all these composers on this list so far is that um, You know, just their composition and musical styles just kind of just worm their ways into my brain and just like tickles all those right spots. And now I can't quite remember where this track plays in the game, but I do know that it's part of the uh, quote-unquote missing tracks. Which um, there was an official OST released, and it was missing a lot of like mute songs that I remember from the game that I kind of liked. And I was like, what is going on? And then, you know, years later, most actually recently, I found the missing tracks. And this is one of them. And it's, you know which is almost kind of like a callback to the music of Silvercase, more uh, specifically of uh, the theme Morishima Tokyo. And the one thing about his music, no matter what the style, like be it really jazzy like this, or ambient, or kind of eerie, or creepy, or action, there's always just kind of like a piano in the background, whether it be kind of prominent, or just like, you know, like this, it's just kind of playing every once in a while, and he's kind of like Masashi Hama Uzu in that way, where there's always like a piano in like, some of his, in his tracks. So if you haven't played this game and listened to the music of it, I would highly suggest you go do that. You can get it on Steam, the remaster, from 2017. But if you don't want to play it, you know, I, I would still highly recommend you go check out the soundtrack because it's really, really good. But I've actually been kind of a mind to do a whole episode on it. Hmm. You know, I've got ideas. I've got ideas. So there you have it, folks. My honorable mentions for the Masters of VGM. I only kept the to four on this list as well because, you know, otherwise I would have been here. A lot longer, probably would have been an hour and a half or even two hours of me just kind of going off on all these different composers that I just really enjoy. So these are the ones that just kind of just jumped forward in my mind immediately when I thought of... ...runners-ups. Honorable mentions, however you want to say it. And though this is my last entry to the whole event, it's still gonna be going on until the end of the month, possibly even a little after, who knows. But, you know, I just want to give a big shout out again to Bedroth and Steam3D for just putting this whole thing together. Because, like, you know, this all came up because of, in, I think, the Rhythm and Pixels Discord, there was, like, talk about, like, you know, Mount Rushmore of EGM and all this stuff. And then eventually it got boiled down to Masters of EGM. And then, uh, you know, a bunch of people just started kind of getting in on it, getting in on it. And then eventually Bedroth just, like, decided to move it over to his his, uh, Discord server, created a separate channel for it. And, yeah. Over over twenty different VG- VGM podcasts just contributing to all this, so it's crazy. So if you want to actually see all the podcasts that were involved with this, go to mastersofvgm.com. There, there'll be the list of all the podcasts participating, all their episodes. There's actually a chart showing like all the composers that are presented in each in all the episodes together, and then like how many times they're mentioned per like you know between all the throughout all, all the different episodes and stuff. So yeah, Steen and Bedroth just went all out. And also, um, the Masters of VGM has a Twitter, so if you want to keep track of all like the different mentions and posts and stuff between all the different podcasts, that's also a place to go check it out. And then where you can check me out, P- Porium, is also on Twitter, Instagram, um, all the different podcatchers. Um, I'm also on Facebook under my Rage Cage thing. And then uh, you know Rage Cage, you can find that on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also on SoundCloud, Original Musics, you know, Cheptoons mostly. And remember... Special orders are now open, so if you want to uh, special order a track for me to play, you know, send it to vgemporium at gmail.com, and I will fulfill your request. And with that, I bid you a good day.